are now in the mix with your number one DJ, DJ Reminisce. Welcome one, welcome all. This is Desi Beats with yours truly DJ Reminis. I'm with you, but no pyaar pari. Sasri Akal, Namaste, Te Salaam, and welcome to my Pangra podcast for the ages, where we keep the conversation real and we keep it relative. So, what do we have for this week, guys? I got an action-packed show. I got a good friend of mine in the studio. We're going to talk to him, talk about uh, some stuff. Uh, DJ Aftershock is in the house today, so we're just setting that up really quick. But uh, before we get that interview going, just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for all the love I've been getting. Uh, I've got all my videos up now on Facebook as well as YouTube, and I'll go through the links but uh, thanks for all the support. Really appreciate it. Been getting a lot of great feedback. I love the feedback. I am DJReminis at gmail.com. Uh, the, the interview that I'll be doing with, uh, of course, DJ Aftershock will also be on those pages. www.facebook.com slash DesiBeatsFM and uh, the YouTube channel is youtube.com slash I am DJReminis. So yeah, keep it locked, but uh, let's get to the music first. Uh, the hot record of the week. This one's brand new. Manage music right here on Desi Beats. ਤੰਦ ਕੱਲੋ ਆਪਣੇ ਬੂਥੇ ਸੱਚੀਆਂ ਸਣਾਈਆਂ ਤੇ ਡਰ ਗਏ ਸਾਰੇ ਝੂਠੇ ਬੰਦ ਕੱਲੋ ਆਪਣੇ ਬੂਥੇ ਸੱਚੀਆਂ ਸਣਾਈਆਂ ਤੇ ਡਰ ਗਏ ਸਾਰੇ ਝੂਠੇ I only get back what I feel I won't back down if it's real I hit hard like a pack steel On the mic I'm the true ideal The hate makes me elevate to a mind state When I begin to innovate and demonstrate The skills of an MC used to educate DNH, do not hesitate Smooth will resonate, even writing rhymes when I meditate Continue to regulate, as they speculate I stay focused and devastate Listen as I detonate, land my rhymes 519 My time has arrived, I survived every test so far Continue to go hard and be the true fist of the North Star Young hip hop god Type features but I stay modest But I'm dumbfounded when they can't conceive the speed and the grace of my style they call friction My unusual pauses don't want to space your face with a chemical reaction Caption under your picture in paper says who takes action Elites opposition murders your faction Still wanna collapse so drastic Way that I trash you call me scholastic Maybe fantastic definitely not sarcastic Other MCs rule the game up to mine because they made out of plastic See the cutter on my wrist son when it falls From my wrist to my fist then I'm pissed son Which one? This one or that one? Extraction of a fraction of the whack ones Go ahead and get your mind right Don't bring it to my squad if you can't go all ਸੱਚੀਆਂ ਸੁਣਾਈਆਂ 
wish to penetrate and sustain levels Fuck it, fuck them Even the self-proclaimed futuristic ones cannot match a distinct level of grace Unique level of pace away like a kid with my words that I play I'm Canadian, eh? Displaying a vibe in a way of a way that an MC should spray As opposed to commercial cliches Leader of a new preservation movement Entitled Music Brigade Player, get off my shit Who the fuck you know spit like this bit Like I make you wanna slit your wrist Get so you slipped on your own damn piss Piss cause I took out your bitch ass Click your bitch ass click was it known so they won't be missed If you still haven't got the clue you fuck with smooth You end up chopped and screwed Oh, oh
This is Dissy Beats. In the studio today, we got DJ Aftershock. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? Busy, busy. Yeah, I bet, man. Uh, busy season? Uh, season, uh, not right now, but as of April onwards, it gets really busy. Yeah, that's right. April till what? You would know. Uh, well, I did know. It's not anymore. I'm retired now. It's normally crazy from about <laughs> April till the end of October. Oh, that's good, man. Normally peak season, yeah. Yeah, for those people that are confused right now, what we're talking about is the DJ circuit. Uh, DJ Aftershock is a prominent DJ in the South Asian music scene here, and he just released a brand new single. That's right, yeah. Congratulations, man. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we'll talk about that. For sure. But uh, those of, for those people that don't know who you are, if you could just give a quick background. Uh, who am I? I'm just a normal human being uh, that loves to do what I love to do best, which is, uh, you know, DJ. I love music, Bangra music especially, and, um, you know, all types of Bollywood and R&B. And yeah, like you're, I'll give you props to the Bollywood. I learned a lot from that, actually. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what I love, and I love doing it. And um, I think what's kept me going is, is the love from people, you know. People love what I do and, and it just keeps me going and, you know, it's not all about the money, it's about passion as well at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, 100%. Um, those of you that are still confused, he does speak with a funny accent. He is from, originally from the UK. Now, obviously, you're pretty much half Canadian now. There's a say. lot of confusion in it in this uh, interview. <laughs> um, um, let's talk about um, back in the UK. Mm-hmm. You obviously was DJing there. What mm-hmm. sort of like your influences in terms of you know DJs or like you know like your parents like how was that whole situation up there with mm, your mom and parents man they <clears throat> from get go right they said to me ki karna hai kanjar po kam hai ye nahi karna ha ha karna ho na degree leni hai mai okay got the degree and uh, obviously started DJing before while I was at university that's okay. when my passion actually for DJing actually kicked in and then while I was studying my engineering degree I actually started <clears throat> DJing on the side at university Cool. Which um, enabled me to touch base with some road shows in the Midlands and went from there. Do you hear that, kids? The key was degree. Oh. Man's got his degree. Yes. So he studied and DJ. So I, well, I guess it was a source of income for you, yeah, while you were studying? Mm, at the beginning, it's it's hard to, like I said, it, it's more passion than anything than money. Yep. I mean, if you're doing it for a hobby and you really love doing what you what you basically it's in your blood right money will come by itself but the thing is at the, at the beginning you have to basically take it on as a hobby and a passion 100% yeah. I think so and you have to continue that mindset forever as well once you let money take over that duck I'm down it's so, game over yeah game over it's funny you mentioned about the parents <laughs> I, I had the same issue with my parents I think every Desi DJ most of them do right mm-hmm. um, I'll tell you at when other people started saying to mom and dad like he's really good or blah blah he that 
even though today they still say we have DJ Kadda right mm-hmm, even, mm-hmm. but still I know in the back of their head they're proud at one point did they say you know what sound good like did they are they it still is, on your case about no that? no it's all good now it's yeah. uh, now it's like um well first I'll tell you at the beginning it was like oh you know DJ Kali Kanaya look kind of you know basically my brother's a, a Bangla dancer Oh, so, that's double whammy now. So man. he's basically flying all around doing dancing for his <coughs> big uh, in in England they're quite big and yeah. so now mom's like to see the dona ne sarke shuru karta hai ek DJ ek nachnala I'm like yeah but you know what's what we love doing and and people respect us for that and and mom and dad in order they in, in return they see that respect. Yeah. That's why Sarda Munde that interview on Sarda Munde ne gana release kita hon. I have. Right now yeah. it's just completely turned so That's good though man. It's nice it's you know what it's nice having that that support because it helps support comes after yeah. but you know like i you know what it's funny like cuz you anyone like we we all have haters right and people out there oh you're this you're that you're gone but when it's your parents that say something it hurts mm-hmm. so it's nice having that support that's cool man that's really good on you so yeah so we go from the uk so what point did uh, what brought you out here then um school family family really okay, cool. yeah moved over um about 10 years back and from there on uh, it was a big move it was a huge move all my friends and everybody family still back in england yeah um just have a you know a few family members here um which helped a lot and um just progressed slowly uh from there and it was actually you know we say started from the bottom that was yep. basically where i was yeah, yeah okay nobody well, knew anything so talk uh, well talk about that because i know obviously i know you from the djing circuit mm-hmm. um so how did you get back into djing here <clears throat> um was well, it a grind I'm assuming it was a grind Well or you know what things sort of fell in place I don't know whether I think I'm maybe <clears throat> destined to be a DJ or you know destined to entertain people yep. live and direct but you know it was it was a it was a time uh, um a phrase of you I remember Yeah okay yeah you I know, remember those phrase of you days called, yeah. called a good old yeah. Vancouver phrase of you hall yeah, yeah. I went to um have a, I went to check that place out for a private event Okay um this is when I f- eventually first moved and um the owner there he told him my background and everything yep. and he goes hey I'm just looking for a DJ do you mind coming in and I said no problem man I don't mind I love it it's in my blood we didn't even talk about money it was just a case of just come on if I like you you like me we'll talk money afterwards I said no problem man that's fine with me yeah and as of then it just like people came in and I DJed and like people like asking questions where's your business card who are you owner got calls and it just from there went escalated to the next level right so I you know I'm going to I got to ask this just because I can and uh do you think the british accent helped um british Being accent might have <laughs> I, I, I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty sure it did. No, I'm just bugging. I'm pretty bro. sure it did because at the I end of the day, no, no, it's. It, I think it did. I think it. I think it. 100. It does. Yeah, but your skills matter, man. And mm. I've played with you enough times, so you know. So I know uh, English accent is a bonus, <laughs> but um, I mean, coming from England and seeing the style, the UK flavor of DJing, and you know, incorporating that in your blood and bringing it here to a different country is probably what really took everything by scene. You know what? Let's talk about that because you <clears throat> came here from a the UK scene is totally different. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. There's there's no there's absolutely no similarities. Whether you have a setup A or setup B, which we'll talk about too. So when you came here and you basically came to these functions, be honest, man. Like cuz I I I lived in England. When mm-hmm. I came back, I thought the DJ circuit here was garbage. Mm-hmm. I thought it was rubbish. Mm-hmm. I thought the DJs were absolutely crap mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Not because they're playing bad music mm-hmm. it's just what they represented yeah yeah you, so when you came over right and you're 
at this function? Like, what was your what was your thought process? When I first came here, um, I think it was uh, 2004, two, yeah, around that area, yeah, around that time. Basically, you know, no disrespect to any DJs in the industry in Canada, but the thing is, it was a complete night and day difference because I'm looking, I'm coming to an event here in Canada, in Vancouver, and I'm looking for the DJ. Yep. Where's the setup? Where's <clears> the stage? Where's the presence? And yeah. I, I get pointed to a little... <laughs> As Mr. Amabanessa puts it, a cubby hole, right? I'm like, well, I don't know why I get trouble and, for something. And I'm like, where are the DJs? They're over there. I'm like, nah, seriously. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's where the DJ. But how do they see the dance floor? How can they read what the crowd are doing? How, the, how can they incorporate the next song? How can they transition? How can they hype up the crowd yeah. from there? That's my questions in my head. I'm thinking, holy, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. So, and, and, and then, you know, I, I didn't plan to do anything, but from there on, I just did what I've learned back in the UK incorporated that style and i was the one who said no no i don't want to be there i want to be here and i'm going to move up on the stage and and people said what this guy's moving up on the stage they're laughing at me it's like why would you, you want to move up on the stage say what you want because i thought there's a time i would say before you came about five years prior where we were front and center mm-hmm. right and we were the show right or wrong doesn't matter and I then, didn't know anybody then. As and well, then, so. and then there was that stage when you came, where we had to fight to get back on stage. Basically, mm-hmm. I want to know, know that, like you know, like convince, I should say, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to thank you that you were one of the guys that were able to convince brides, brides. I say brides. I say it. I don't care, brides, because the grooms already give a shit. Really, at the end of the day. <laughs> they don't, right? That you know, we need to be on the stage to provide the excellent service. Mm-hmm. You if know. you're hiring a DJ, a DJ's responsibility so. is to make that party happen. And you're going to make it happen. You have to be right there where the yeah. crowd is elevated yeah. on stage yeah. as per the UK. That's how we did it. And yeah. uh, I'm sorry, but that's that's the way but, it flows. But, you know, times have changed because now DJing is part of the strategic planning for the weddings now, I've mm-hmm. noticed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be going in the halls and there's, you know, the big elaborate setups. Definitely. Which I can credit you for officially yeah. bringing that, you know that sort of UK vibe over here and bring it to the forefront. I mean, we tried, but we're, you got to remember when we were doing it, we were, you know, it was at the point where it was just, there was nobody else. So it was really hard to sell it. But once someone like yourself got it mm-hmm. and the other DJs got it, then mm-hmm. it was like, okay, this is cool now, right? I'll tell you so, what really motivated, motivated me more though, woman, is when I brushed my ideas to other people, other DJs in the industry. Yep. And I said, listen, I said, I'm going to move up on the stage. And they're like, you what? No. That's not gonna work, really? man. That's I didn't not. Know that. That's not gonna work, bro. You're wasting your time. Oh, I'm gonna form a road show. What's a road show? Uh, this is what a road show is. Uh, good luck, bro. Good luck. That, that's hey, that's we, a negativity. I got we had from this conversation. Here. We had this conversation when you were gonna start your road show. What did I say? Go ahead. I supported you 100. Yeah. percent Didn't I? And there's people here yes. that just basically just threw you down. And I just said, listen. I said, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. You know what? At the end of the day, I'm gonna <clears> say something right now. You don't know till you try. Exactly. Right? And if you've tried it and you've done it and you failed, it's okay. You can look back 10 years and say, hey, man, I tried. And didn't work. And that, right? That's been my whole thing since my career of DJing. I tried whatever I could. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, most of my stuff failed. No, but, but you at least got, I tried. Yeah, but you tried, and that's why you have yeah. a phenomenal name in Vancouver. You're well, a pioneer, bro. You're a pioneer, right? I so, along with other DJs here, so big ups. Appreciate that. So, we're going to get into your record. Mephila. Mm-hmm. Mephila. Yeah, talk about it. What was the process? Like, oh, how did it all come about? It was a long time. Really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, it took a long while. 
obviously it's my first track debut single right so yep. i'm new to the music industry like I, i'm not on the production side of things yeah so okay. i'm not yeah. just going to step up and, and and just throw everybody down right i mean everybody's done a great job releasing their music you know some local artists here as well doing a fantastic job yeah. but i don't have that time where i can bang out a track in what Four or five months. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm a guy who's going to take my time because I have a lot of personal, you know, other things going on. And um, I will perfect things and then I will release. You know, yeah, for sure. Rush on it. No, I totally, I totally agree. I can honestly say right now, I've got like, I've got seven tracks lined up and oh, Mayflower wow. was one of them. Mayflower was one of them. That's so cool. I wanted to get everything ready, right? Before yeah. I start promoting. And, and so is this like kind of like the trial? See how it goes? Or these are coming out regardless? No, these are these are done, man. That's, okay, that's like, good. All, all, all I gotta do is videos. Yeah, that, 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 that. is there a video guy out there? Give me a shout, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I man. need somebody local. You know, give me a shout. That's the panga as a video. Video has yeah. to be good. Though. I, I gotta, I gotta admit, your video for for. I'm let's I'm let's talk Van City because that's really for a lower mainland Vancouver product was absolutely dope. Like it I was heard really that from good. other people. Yeah, it, it's really cool. It was it was very entertaining. It and, it, and it's cool because you know I, I I know Gary, you know I know Marky, so it, mm-hmm. it was nice seeing. A different type of video because you could have put cars and girls any time of the day yeah right you yeah, know what i mean but yeah. there's i really like the intro no, i wanted a, i wanted a story and and, yeah. and uh, my director mr jack budwell wicked wicked job yeah he's, he's from good. toronto yeah. flew him down and uh he was the man for me and he directed it all and that was his idea and i loved it and he goes we need to hire a mummy daddy we need to hire dancers we need this we need that i said no problem man no problem. <laughs> so, no, that's cool, man. So, I mean, it's fair to say that you had a good team on this. Mm-hmm. Wicked team. It was a two-day shoot, um, four days. And uh, like I said, it took ages because Marnikey's obviously in England. Yeah. Jag's in Toronto. I'm in Vancouver. It just put everything together. You know, Jigsaw Puzzle took such a long time. But then Speed came into the picture like a couple of months back and then we had to like sign deal with them. That takes time. Yeah. So we in yeah. India, <laughs> so India England, Toronto, Vancouver, all collaborating for one track. So uh, record's been released in India too? It's all done? It came out through Speed Records India, yeah. Cool. How, did, how was the response? Oh, really good. Yeah. It's That's played, good. Uh, it's, it's on all the um, Punjabi channels, Punjab. <laughs> that must be so cool though man. Man, so it's, it's nice when it's nice when people say that and uh, uh, i'm like no yeah, no problem people from local vancouver reached out i said hey you know we want to work with you and stuff and you know it opens a lot oh, of doors here sure. come the crows yeah. i'm just joking yeah it opens up a lot of doors but you got to be uh picky and choosy who you work with right so i think so i mean you know like you said your your time is valuable right like you know i've, I've met your son son mm-hmm. Aryan, you know beautiful child so i mean i'm, I'm, a, I'm a superstar but only when I'm a daddy I told you right no 100% man right that's my full time first priority right and then everybody everybody everything else should I say takes uh, presidents afterwards no no for sure man I, I'm a father too I totally understand where you're coming from so let's get into the track Marky DJ Aftershock right here on DC Beats we'll be right back
are locked into this piece. Welcome back to This he Beats. This is DJ Reminisce. And of course, we got DJ Aftershock in the studios. Bro, that, that's a popping record. I like that record. Mm-hmm. Really good record. I like it too. Yeah, that's good. It's good. So, um, what was the um, record gets released? Mm-hmm. Um, all these messages start happening. You know, all these offers from XYZ. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what? where are you now in terms of where you want to go forward? Like, has this opened? You're, like, you're saying it. Has it opened doors or it may open doors? I- it's uh, definitely open doors, 100% open doors. Yeah. Man. I mean, you, you know, you put so much hard work into something, it's obviously going to open doors. Yeah. get the up, you know. Oh, fair so, enough. It shows in the product. Um, yeah, I mean, the interviews on BBC Asia Network in the UK, it's on Brit Asia TV in the UK, all over Punjab, on the TV channels, PTC, you name it, right? It's on it. Um, now, just coming back to Vancouver from the UK. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's here. right. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. in England a couple of weeks back. Yeah. How'd yes. that go? Good. It was it was more like uh, visit the family with a little one. Yep. And um, you know, killing two birds, killing one bird with two stones. Pretty say. much, yeah. I I'll confuse one up down. Confusion <laughs> should all be fair. Um, so yeah, so basically, yeah, just came back and now just had an interview with um, the lovely Tarunam. I, on, I uh, saw the I saw the pics. Well, yeah. Now, Mr. Mr. Pioneer DJ, Mr. DJ Reminis <laughs> on this little uh, show and, of mine. Short day, one day, I appreciate it. Every interview is major, right? So, um, I appreciate you having me on. Hey, man, uh, honor and privilege. Honestly, yeah. uh, we go way back, man. We've been we've been friends for a minute, so yeah, yeah. I I knew you know? when I first came here. I goes, who's the main DJ here, man? Galakan Nia, DJ Reminis, yeah, they call DJ Andy. You know what? Before we start, I do have to say um, some of my memorable moments DJing. Were definitely when I used to DJ with you, and I'll tell you really? why. Oh. I'll tell you why because a you've got the skills, you had the music knowledge, and every time I DJed with you, it forced me to be at my A game. Oh really? Yeah, and I, I mean that sincerely. It is no shot against anyone. All I'm saying is just it forced me to be the best that I can. Because you got to remember a lot of the parties I've done where there's an opener, whatever, right? You know, you still play whatever you want, and then mm-hmm. at some point in the night you get relaxed mm-hmm. and you just start. You know you. You're in a zone, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. But when there's someone who's better than you comes on, mm-hmm. and then it, it forces you to, you know, excel your game. So I really appreciate that, man. It really, I, it really kept me up to my. You know game. what? It's it's not it's not the fact that anyone's better than you or anyone better than me. At the end of the day, you just have to be, you know, on your A game on the night of. Yeah, for sure. And your A game doesn't last one hour. It lasts for like three, four hours all the time you're DJing. Yeah. Right, so at the end of the day, not quite what done, not quite chota, but sorry, TK, but here's what, here's what, and this is why I wanted you on the show is because the, for all you people that are looking to start DJing, because you know, I get questions every day, you know, how do you DJ, how do you do this? And the thing I tell them is, is you gotta have your A game because people nowadays, I was in the last 10 years, like, they're not stupid. Mm-hmm. They know a good mix from a bad mix, mm-hmm. right? They're getting smarter now because of, you know, social media and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to understand, like, I mean, what's your take, you know, if you got any advice for some young guns here? Well, you know what? DJing's completely changed when it comes to technology, right? I remember when we started DJing, didn't we put that? Yeah. Vinyl, cassettes. <clears throat> Even some people were DJing with cassettes, man. Yeah. Vinyl. Then it went to what? CDJs? Yep. And then this controller came out, right? You push a button, blah, 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 then syncs everything for you. you press yeah. the sync button, bro. Job done, right? <laughs> Virtual DJ, you know, sync button. Job done, right? Yeah. But 
um, it takes a bit more than um, yeah you know what I've got to say young DJs you can grab the $2,000 controller you can plug your music in there and let the mixing happen but you can mix but you don't know the music as well at the same time yeah it's right? true it's what you, you can't play. DJ without knowing the knowledge of the music and what to play next that's the most important thing but is it it's important for me to understand the history as well Mm-hmm. You like you know like I always give props to like like my influences were like Bali Saku. He's the only DJ that really influenced me. After mm-hmm. that's probably Punjab BMC, mm-hmm. right? And then you know on the hip hop world is Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. right? He mm-hmm. started out as a DJ and mm-hmm. like DJ Jazzy Jeff. Those are the four biggest influences for me in terms of the DJing and the music. Mm-hmm. You know like what what were your influences? Or my, were your influences? Um, my influence was basically um, well let's start from the bottom right. A couple of random people in the Midlands that were DJs and I just stood there watched them and uh, it just took liking to that what they were doing and they influenced me to uh, you know grab turntables and and play around at home that was the first step second step was music okay and when when, when I talk about music one of my life Punjabi MC yeah Mr. DJ Vix who um, you know he's done a great job in the UK and he's actually uh, become a friend of yours now right he's a good mate of mine yeah that, yeah, that must yeah. be cool he's he, like I always say to him like I look up to you you're my yeah. mentor and, and, and he gives me advices even with releasing Mefline like these are the people I reach out to like bro how's how's the process what do we do now right yeah. and, and these guys will help me out and, and, and you know they have a big name there yeah but still humble people yeah and like, you know just reach out and, and they're there right yep you're not gonna know until you ask so um, and then Bali Jagpal I love Ranja man yeah that was a that's my favorite song and Punjabi MC's Mundi Atabachke that was my era at um, university it's good times man yeah, good yeah. music era yeah, yeah definitely so. that's cool man uh, so now part of my show I do a couple of segments mm-hmm. and this is a chance for you to you know connect connect with the viewers because people that listen to the show are, you know they, they're pretty they're good in the sense of they want to hear like they want to hear your struggles they want to hear real stories they don't want to hear the balle balle this and that I could, write a, I could, I could yeah. write a book if you want to hear my struggles hey man this but is your form, this is for me this is for you to be able to you know share whatever you want so one of the segments I have is called the full cheap ones basically mm-hmm. what that is is like you know like a funny story like for example like i was djing and you know with juggy and i fell off the stage mm-hmm, right that's mm-hmm. a you know it's a you know like a funny story mm-hmm. so in your journeys as a dj i'm sure you got tons if you don't mind sharing a story um you know, there's plenty of stories i mean when you're in the entertainment industry in the business obviously there's so many parties you do every weekend yeah. in front of so many hundreds of people and there's always obviously some stories right but i think a couple of the funny ones uh the the, the drunk guys that come up to you <sighs> And they request the most Pissy horrendous off, songs. Like, for example, I, I'm never going to forget this. And this is one bringing it up. Like, the dance floor's packed. Everybody's having a great time. Guy comes up, gives me a dirty look. Goes, oi. Was yeah, Hanji uncle. Heed la heed. Was giddy heed. Good dance man, the heed. As far as I know, that's a bit of a sad song. That love song, yeah. The... Dance floor's packed. I said, I'm sorry, I can't replay that. Man just got really angry. After that, mm-hmm. yeah, walked off the stage, ruined my mood <laughs> in a way. But then they got to continue what you're doing, right? And then there's people that stand there right next to you, which is the most annoying thing. Play my song. I'm like, okay, I'll play it in five minutes. He comes back five minutes later, stands next to me and just watches me DJ. He goes, what's up? He was Ghanani Lahale. Was Lona Queeni, and he's just standing there watching until Ghana laughs. Imagine. Really? Yeah. yeah well, we all get it. I, I shouldn't act surprised, but that, and, um, that's why I stopped. Honestly, it got to the point where I just I just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Biggest you know? <laughs> thing. All the DJs who want to be a DJ, 
um, patience is the biggest virtue, right? And that's oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and I gotta give you credit. <laughs> you got a very high professionalism very high, and, and, and professionalism and pa- I, I I agree with you hundred um, percent. That and I'm being honest on on my show. The reason why I stopped doing thisy weddings, any weddings, was because like I'm I'm forty years old now, right? Mm-hmm. So as you get older, you'll find you get crabbier. Mm-hmm. I just I just couldn't take the bullshit anymore. I yeah. just couldn't take it anymore. I'm just, like you know, like we change for them. Mm-hmm. We play their music, mm-hmm. right? We've adopted new technology. Mm-hmm. You know, we've done this for them: screens, plan our thing, and this and that. But thisy's never change. Nah, nah. This never change. This you know what I mean? So. Right. It is what it is. That's true. Yeah. So let's talk about the roadshow. I really wanted to bring this up. Um, we talked about the setups. <clears throat> setups. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, that's a you know, it's a fairly new trend. I would say last three years, four years. Hundred percent. I yeah. think the. Um, oh hi. Oh, we got a guest. You gonna say hi? You come here first. Come and say hi. Say hi first. Say hi. Say hi on the camera. Come in. Oh. Yeah, we're babysitting today too. Say hi in this mic, and then I'll come. Oh. Say hi. Say hi. <laughs> He's so shy. Say hi. Let him go. Let him go. There you go. Are you going to let him DJ? Hmm? No. Hi. He's, he's going to do uh, something other, other than DJ. Doctor Barna. Okay, doctor. Yeah. Like my friend you say. Doctor, engineer. Yeah, Rakeel. Yeah. Okay. See, it's a family atmosphere here on Desi Beats. Two minutes. Two minutes. Family atmosphere. He's adorable, bro. Adorable. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he's he's my uh, he's my little munchkin. So yeah, yeah, we're yeah we're saying so the setups. Mm-hmm. So what's your take on that whole thing um, in terms of like is it is it working like? Well, you know what um, what I'm gonna say is I love doing setups. Okay. Soon as like that's that's what they do in England. Yeah. But the the most um, the challenging part of doing it in Canada is the bride and grooms want to be on the stage. Now, I will say this again, and I've been saying it for the last 10 years. Bride and grooms, yes, I love it. You want to be on the stage. But what's the point of being on stage for an hour and a half? What's the point of being on stage at all? We all know it's your wedding. Uh, you know, I've got to give... I'll say... Le- Sorry, I didn't mean to cut over. you off. Listen, if two things. Mm-hmm. We all know it's your wedding. We all seen you. We all grew up with you. Most of us were invited. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it's your day. Yeah, you've paid the DJ to blah, blah, but a reception, if you look at the term, what it means is to receive your guests. That's your role. That's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Receive your guests. Yes, it's your party. doesn't mean you're going to be up there, bale, bale. it's like, you know, it's a big Bollywood production. Yeah. Second thing is, if you're invited and you don't know who they are, you shouldn't be there in the first place. Yeah. And don't request the song if you don't know who they are, right? Exactly, exactly. So, so that's that, my rant. <laughs> that, that's a, that's a good, good uh, two cents there, man. But what, what I want to say is um, the setups are all good and dandy, but you need to have a good DJ behind that setup. Yeah, I, yeah, right. totally. Yeah. So again, music takes uh, presidency over the setup again. Yeah, like you can have a, a fuck it. Sorry, that's okay. It's all good, man. I curse all the time. An amazing DJ, right? Yeah. No, sorry, amazing setup yeah. and a gun. The DJ does not work. Yeah. Yeah, but a gun setup and an amazing DJ. Guess what? Guests are gonna go home. They're gonna rant about the DJ, yeah. not the setup. How important is that for you t- to make sure the music? Like, I know it's a stupid question, but it's an important question. Like for me. At the end of the night, if the ma pay of the reception or the, you know, whoever's not paying the bill, but, you know, the mom and dad mm-hmm. or, you know, someone, the older lot came up to me and said, Poti did a good job. That for me, I knew I smashed it. Exactly. Like, how do you set your bar? 
I think the same way, man. I mean, the young generation, you know, sort of the teenagers and the older generation come up to you and say, you know, thank you. Like, you get testimonials at the end of the day, right? Yeah. We always reach out to our clients yeah. afterwards. We say, what do you think of the event? What do you think of the party? Tell us where we went wrong. Yep. And the mostly what we, what we hear back is, you know what, you cater to everybody. Which is the young, the old, yep. even my. You know, so I remember some people saying, "Main ta apna apna fufur kadi bhi nahi dekhya nachya. Aaj pehli bari dekhya party the inna nachya had such a good time. Yeah. Thanks to you guys. Yeah. Right. That's that for us. Pat on the back. And that's not all, that's not easy to do. Right. Like, yeah. can you make that clear? Like, that's not that's not easy to do. It's not easy to do, but it it's also not- takes a lot of good mic skills. Okay. I've yeah. got I've got to say, yeah, music has got to be on point. Yeah. But in in the UK and and a lot of DJs here again are doing it is you have to create an atmosphere on the mic where they become your family and they think that you're part of their family and that's when they get up and think okay this guy's like you know he's getting us a well mummy chuchko chache chuchko grab the food for them you know chachi everybody on the floor yeah. right and do a dance competition which is another thing we started Right when 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 did I start this trance competition trend thing? Years ago, man. Five years ago, four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used then, to do them way back, but I stopped doing them. No, I, just, I, I, it works for you. I personally don't like doing them anymore. Yeah, I just just me. So it's yeah. not a hate. I'm just saying. So yeah, are you yeah. still doing them? I'm still doing them. Yeah, okay. yeah, still doing them because people enjoy it, right? Yeah. And um, you have to have the knack of the way you, the way you got to do it as well. Yeah, there's a way to do them. You got to entertain them at the same time. And I can say this. Because I don't care, but most DJs that I've heard them do mm-hmm. don't do it well. I should start a training le- training classes. You should. Yeah, I- I'm telling you. Pongra dance off training classes you every should, Friday. Man. My house. You should. <laughs> you should. You laugh, but you should because I've been to some parties and I'm just like I have to walk out. It's embarrassing. Honestly, I like. Uh, I, you know what? At the end of the day, experiment, but don't do it live. That's just a message everybody. Doing a club, yeah. Even 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 though you see UK DJs do it, myself or any other like good DJs here that can do dance offs. I know there's some people here that can do it, and they have the knack of doing it. I mean, just borrow the video, watch it a couple of times. I don't care if you stand behind me. Basketball harp. I'm gonna come and check you out. Do it. I don't mind. I'll teach everybody. I, you, see, you hear this, folks? This is really important. This is how he gives back to the culture. He's giving you an open invitation. Doesn't matter which your which crew you're from. It doesn't matter. If, if you want to learn something, if you know, like take him up on it. I find that no one ever takes up the offers. At the end of the day, I'm not going to DJ for the rest of my life. So exactly. at the end of the day, if I can pass my talent on to people, which I already have, I know I have. Yeah, of course you have. And, you got a whole crew, and they're doing well. Yeah. I mean, I'm still injecting my, you know, yeah. my inj- my blood into them. Right? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So just keep doing what we do, and, and hopefully everybody picks up on it, and there's no embarrassing moments live. Yeah. Right. That's cool, man. So I've got one of your favorite tracks queued up, Munir Tabach Kareem. Let's play that and we'll come back. And uh, yeah, sweet. Cool. Sweet. All right.
This is Desi Beats. I got DJ Aftershock in the house, man. Fafri gal, sorry. Fafri gal. Okay, so, you know, I, we all know the struggles that DJ goes through. All the bullshit people you gotta deal with on a nightly basis. Mm-hmm. And I know recently you've had issues in your own camp, deception in your camp. Uh, we don't need to go to the details, but, um, you know, let's take that experience in the sense of, you know, what'd you learn from that and how'd you kind of come out of it? Because I, I know it, it, it wounded you pretty deeply, right? Because, you know, we've had the conversations, we've talked about it, you know. You actually called me and wanted my take and I appreciate it, I respect that, you know, mm-hmm. and I did what I could, but... Um, well, there's not much you can do about that. I mean, you have to just, uh, you know, head up, move forward. Yep. Um, the way it was dealt with was... Uh, it can get ugly, if you don't deal with it properly but um at the end of the day we all have a business to run right yep um so it takes you know like you build trust with somebody right yep so you know how they say like it takes a second to break it but forever to build it yeah um so true so you know judging by that saying you know that is something that i experienced and and, and i can i can live by that that is 100 percent. that's what it means yeah right? and i and i feel that you know emotionally as well but I mean, to this day, and you just brought this up right now, it still hurts. And it, and I, I don't know when it will stop hurting, but it still hurts. Wow, okay. Yeah. So, so That was my next question, is how you... It, it still bugs me, and um, it continues to bug me, and I don't know when it will stop. I don't know when it will be, you know... Um, 
I think that's a tough one because you're both in the public eye. You're both, you're both, you know, prominent in the game right now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, you know, I, I don't mean it like shit on your parade. That's not what I'm saying, but you know, like I guess it's just something you just got to deal with, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's easy to do things that you don't mean, but the thing is. Um, the other person to recuperate and start building again from fresh is very tough and yeah obviously 2014 was a was a even 2013 i would say um was it was and 2014 the whole year um business went on as usual but dj aftershock was a different person wow right? okay. yeah so um, can you kind of can you kind of explain that or like um well Mentally? rebuilding the team was 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 the first thing, okay yeah sure right? on the business side yeah, yeah what about um, you personally like what were you going through uh personally it just came i just came to the point where you know even my best friend i was doubting him at one point oh wow yeah so <clears throat> um so it, it does get a bit difficult and emotional but the thing is um you start doubting everybody around you and you feel like you can't trust anybody even family sometimes yeah so at the end of the day um I've changed and I've taken more of a professional route. Okay. Um, yeah, everybody's your friend. Everybody wants to be your bro. <laughs> How's it going, bro? How's it going? Bro? That pisses me off, man. Right? You know, but the thing is, I'm like, yeah, it's good, mate. How are you? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is, right? So, um, keep your friends close. Keep your enemies closer. I don't go by that anyway. <laughs> I said it. It's all good, but. Oh, I don't, I don't go by that. <laughs> no, anyway, that's that's <laughs> Yeah, I am who I am, right? Yep. Yeah, and I like to avoid confrontation. So no, it's good. It's a great habit to be in. Right? Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I'm in the business where I just cause controversy, not on purpose. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, you know, I, my whole thing is, and we had this conversation off air. Is I, I feel the industry is just fake. It's a facade. Like everyone, like people, like all these young singers, be like, I want to get in the game. You know, I want to be like so and so, or I want to be like a DJ aftershock. I'm like, have you actually sat down and talked to the guy? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. sit down and do your homework first because it's not, it's like he, it took him 10 years really mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get to where you are at this point. And, mm-hmm. you, you're, and you've just touched the surface. Mm-hmm. Right? We yeah. can agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah you've yeah. been successful. You know, you made some cake. That's not the point, right? Mm-hmm. But in terms of your professional career, right? I've been doing this for 25 plus years and I have mm-hmm. not accomplished not even 25% of what I wanted to do. Yeah, you have. No. What about those mixtapes, Puff? Yeah, but... The songs are cut. But I knew where to stop, right? Mm-hmm. I knew where my limits are. Yeah, I tried. I failed, right? Yeah. I'm the first one to admit it. But you know, like... you know, like It's you, not... You know, like... I, 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 I really, I wouldn't say call failure, but I just, I just had like some ridiculous ambitions. Like I, I wanted to play with G, you know, I want to play a gig with Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's what, you know, mm-hmm. like, so, you know, in terms of, you know, you've, you, you've already got, you've got a successful business going. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the single out now. Like what, what's, what's your, what's your accomplishments now for the next two, three, well, five? Um, thing is the DJing thing that when I started here in Canada it took off like you know crazy like it the, the feedback was like oh my god who's this guy he's in town blah 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 he's like doing this want to book this guy and you know it took off from a year and it was done that was it aftershock came in, into the into the picture people are probably hating me but on England oh there's a lot of hate right and let's be real there's a lot of hate because you came in it just went wham like just slapped everyone know, in the and face. I'm sorry and I apologize to everybody I don't there. need to apologize you man. know um, it's just me doing what I love and, and, and if you want to hate me for that then I'm sorry it's right? just DJ but, insecurity um, yeah so <laughs> after you know you sort of uh, 
you know, got to the point where the Upshot Roadshow formed and the DJs are doing well and, and formed an alliance. And then what's next? People ask me, well, you should release a song, man. You should do this, do that, do this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, well, what is next for me? Yeah. And that's when Monarchy came into the picture and then Mefla came out. And now, um, I'm not going to name the artists, but you're in for a surprise this year. That's cool, man. A couple of artists. I love surprises. Yeah, so I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, it's uh, it's going to be happening now. That's cool. Uh, you know, it's, it's great. It's, you know, yeah, you're born and bred in the UK. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We all get it. We can all tell from your voice. But I mean, you are, you know, whether you're from, your, your roots are here now. Whether you're from England, Australia, yeah. New Zealand, India, yeah. Canada, right? I mean, if you're getting asked, for example, right? I got asked to DJ Rahat for the Alicante after party in Vegas. Cool. Right? It's not because I'm from England. Yeah. It's because of what I've done and what yeah. I've eventually sort of, you know, the world yeah. knows about it, right? For sure. So... I was privileged to go over to Vegas and DJ Rahat for the Elephant after party yeah. outside at Treasure Island. And then not only him, but, you know, I think, you know, I was I was honoured to DJ Gadas, with Gadas Man back ages ago when he came for India against Whitecaps, you know? Yeah. I was I was honoured then, yeah. right? And it just happened. These things happen. And Dharminder and um, Sunny Diol and Bobby yeah. Diol's up in a movie released here. Yeah, you've done some. I did the after party that. Yeah, you've done some and good gigs, man. And these things is when you feel, okay, you know what? I'm privileged. I'm honored yeah. to be there. Those are the biggest highlights. That's cool, man. Let's talk about, like, now let's talk about um, talk about your highlights. Mm-hmm. You've done a full cheap one. Part of the show, I do a bakwas moment. So, bakwas. for example, like, you know, like that one, the story you told is kind of like a borderline full cheap on bakwas because I know you want to deck them. That's pretty yeah. cool. I know you want to hit them, right? But like <sighs> a moment where you thought, what? Just bakwas. Like you couldn't believe it. There must be something <laughs> in your journeys, you know, like um, someone spilled some shadab on your thing or whatever, but, you know? There are a couple of uh, stories, but I don't know if I should say them. You can say whatever you want on um, this show, man. Although you know the funny, funniest thing I remember, and again it's it, it's 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 to do with DJing. It's is when you know when the ladies come and do the juggle, right? Yeah. The horny, yeah, yeah. horny on the head, right? Yeah. I remember a phrase of you. There's some steps you got to walk up, right? Yeah. This one lady, she went up the steps with a juggle on her head, so her, she can't use her hands. Like she yeah. went up the steps, she completely slipped, right? So her first step on the dance floor was slip forward, and she fell flat on her backside. Ooh. Like you sitting posture, yeah, like this with a jug on her head. She couldn't get up. How is she gonna get up? <laughs> she got the jug on her head. That just completely, basically, just threw me off. Of the, oh my god, did that just really happen? Oh man, I mean, that was just GoPros. Was, that's when we needed them back then. GoPro, man. Yeah, technology these days. Yeah, man. But um, you know what? I uh, who does me? Yeah, bakwas. Me, uh, I, I get bakwas every. I um, I posted a. Uh, a video recently of um, I showed you the video about young Surrey Jackson the grammar I gotta watch that I gotta watch that so anyways the whole point of my podcast we're just trying to give two sides of the story so mm-hmm. I'll say the story and mm-hmm. I'll say you know both sides right mm-hmm. so and I did the podcast acting like a Surrey Jack so like I was talking like 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 you know what I mean like I was just saying stupid stuff mm-hmm. so the hate I got like the utter bakwas I got on the comments on really? some of this stuff was ridiculous like look you're so annoying and people just completely missed the point mm-hmm. but I figured out one thing uh-huh. the ones that were commenting mm-hmm. about my whatever are the ones that talk like that 
That's what I figured out. So there you guys go. That's man. hilarious. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, but uh, you know what, man? I appreciate you taking the time out. Yeah, no uh, problem. Appreciate man. bringing your son over. He's uh, you know, your son. I mean, is he a proud, proud son? Is he proud of you? Does he say, "Daddy, play Mefla one more time"? He um, yeah, he he basically when the song comes on, he's like, "Oh, Dada song, Dada song." That's so cool. And eh? um, he tries to sing it sometimes. And you know what? I always hear it on TV, on the radio. People still WhatsApping me or sending yeah. me pictures, and I'm like, oh, "I'm done with it." Serdok song, Mefla, Mefla, Mefla. Anyways, yeah. but speaking of Mefla, yeah. we have I forgot to, I completely forgot about this. We have the after party. Hey man, go for it. This um, is your mic, bro. We you have promote whatever you want. Well, Tijake, all the people who didn't like what I said, well, Tijake, we know. <laughs> He's gonna be there too. I'll be there. I'm gonna beat him up too. Um, so basically, we're gonna do the uh, official Mefla single release party um, at Privé nightclub, Prive nightclub. Did the magic to see? Privé, Privé, Prive. Sorry, nightclub. sorry, Suki. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the Plaza of Nations. It's it's. it's oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. Plaza of Nations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be um, Mint. Yeah, the one on the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a big. So a good March thirteenth, Friday. Um, yeah, it's gonna go down. Yo, like bro, can I spin a set, bro? Yeah. Can I bring my records, bro? Can uh, I spin a set? <laughs> I'm not gonna be spinning. I'll tell you that though. I'm not gonna be spinning. <laughs> just be chilling out. But yeah, I mean, another thing. Yeah, a lot of people they see me, but they don't come and say hi. That really annoys me. I mean, I'm still the same. I'm a human being. I will say hi back. I don't no, have, you're not. I don't have any awkward. I so had to call like when I just to book you today. I had to go through your manager, your manager's blah oh, blah then, blah. Then, but, uh, I'm the agent. Good. I'm the admin. Yeah. I'm everything. No, but yeah. True, don't man. be say. Don't be shy. Just come say hi, and you know we don't yeah. bite. I mean we're artists, but you know we, we love what we do. But the end of the day, banda banda banda. Yeah, no, for sure. At the end of the day, Hanji. Speaking of banda, Hanji. Well, okay, I'm coming. Oh, this is the this is the perfect end to this, Hanji. So, so we're gonna go play FIFA now. Yeah, we're gonna play FIFA now. So let's talk about let's talk about football. This is a great subject. Um, <laughs> he's getting irate. Okay, come here. He's getting irate. Yeah, I gotta tell me who your favorite team. Favorite team, soccer team in the in the mic. Southampton. There you go. Southampton, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. Thanks for coming out, man. Yeah, no problem. Um, I'm sorry to say, you know, Southampton's kind of dipped in the. Um, I don't know. I was rooting for them. I really was rooting for them. I was. Um, but it is what it is. It's all good. We're not actually any better anyway. So, Wicked, DJ Aftershock in the house, man. Make sure you go cop that single and make sure you go check them out on... On March 13th. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye. This is Dissy Beats. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. <laughs> it's just another sad love song, Beiji. 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 Puchh di nain de ni, tainu dil da hal sunawa. Di mera karda e, jaan bhi uta ke mar jama. Bichhe
are locked into this beast. Welcome back to the show. It's time now for the doctor to check your ass. Dr. Reminis is in the house, and this week I got a great question. Um, I got an email from, um, what's the gentleman's name? Devinder. So Devinder asks, I uh, want to sing. I'm learning to sing, but I find it uh, very difficult to sing in front of a crowd. I get really shy, and I can't do it. Um, how do I overcome this fear? Um, great question. Um, I was uh, I was in the same boat as you, bro. When I was attempting to sing way back, uh, I learned singing. I uh, took classical lessons as well. Um, as you can tell, I didn't put any good use to it. But still, I I was terrified to be on stage, and um, it showed. Like I I was able to sing, but it's just hard for me to perform. You know what I'm saying? Like. Nowadays, it's not about singing anymore. Like, you got to have the total package, you know, singing and dancing and all that. And I, I, I couldn't do it. It was very, very um, difficult for me to be able to stay at that level. I was really shy. And I, I, I honestly, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't um, get over my fear. But it's funny, when I DJ and I'm on the mic, I'm so comfortable. I'm totally different. I guess maybe because it's in my element. I'm used to it. And it's something I'm doing. Like, singing was very new to me. Still is very new to me. I do practice once in a while here and there. Just old diablation. But... I don't sing in any professional matter whatsoever. I don't. But um, it's a it's a great question. And honestly, to get over your fear is just you got to keep doing it. Uh, believe it or not, I've got a fear of uh, public speaking, and the way I'm slowly overcoming it is uh, YouTube. So my suggestion to you is to start you know start a YouTube channel or a Facebook you know group and just start putting your stuff up there. Now I'm going to warn you, you're going to get a lot of hate. 100% you're gonna get a lot of hate a lot of people are gonna be like dude you know who the hell do you think you are blah 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 this and that but it, it's part of the game bro you know what I mean like you just you just gotta take it for a grain of salt and just don't let anyone ever discourage you and just do what you gotta do um cause you know I, I got a lot of hate especially when I was you know singing and stuff and you know what's the point there that a DJ becomes singer I got everything man you name it I've heard it I've heard it or gone through it so to get over your fear, it's it's not that difficult. It's not. It's just you got you got um you just gotta stick with it. Don't quit. Don't let anyone tell you any different. And just make sure you perfect your craft. Whatever it is you gotta practice every day, every week, whatever it is, whatever it is, just stick to it. That's all I gotta say. Um, you know, if I if I quit, you know, like if I quit the first time someone told me I sucked as a DJ. You know, I would, I never would have gotten as far as I could have, you know, up to this point. Like, you know, everyone sucks. You're gonna suck at first, then you're gonna get worse. You're gonna get worse, then you're gonna get okay. You're gonna be okay, then you're gonna get good. You're gonna get good, then you're gonna get better. Then you're gonna get better, then you're gonna get great. You see what I'm saying? So you gotta start at some point. You can't expect to be at the top of your game when you're just starting out. I mean, it takes time. These things take time. These things take practice, and you know, most of all, it takes um, it takes a lot of hard work and guts. Because there's a lot of people out there that are gonna try to step on your dreams and try to take those dreams away from you. So that's my recommendation to you, bro, Devinder. Is stick with it, stick to your singing, 
and you know one day things will just click and you'll be on your way to whatever that may be stardom or record deals whatever it is but make sure you please send your stuff over to me so i can play it man you know what i mean any promo is better than no promo the way i say it yeah so that's dr reminis great question man like i said you want to you want me to answer some of your questions holler at me i am dj reminis at uh, gmail.com the facebook page facebook.com desi beats fm hit me up on youtube go there right now please like and subscribe to the channel that is the main channel for all the video clips uh youtube.com slash i am dj reminisce i really appreciate the support triple w dj reminisce.com is the website let's get to the old school record of the week this is a classic man as gong ash right here on desi beats खाओ पियो ऐश करो मित्रो दिल पर किसी का दुखायो ना
good news. Absolutely wonderful. It's about time. <laughs> this is awesome, ladies and gentlemen. I wish you all every success. From the heart of God. It's been 21. <laughs>
are locked into this beast. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is Desi Beats with your truly DJ Reminisce. I usually go around the internet looking for some stories or some whatever just to kind of spice up the show a bit, uh, you know, keep the vibe going, stories that reflect, you know, the South Asian community. And I came across uh, something something kind of disturbing, actually. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it and then, um, you know, give my sort of point of view. But I don't know if you've seen on Facebook or on YouTube uh, about the story of that, uh, you know, that Punjabi Munda getting harassed on the bus, being called a terrorist by a bunch of kids. Aparna, you know, sick boy, Naljuan Munda is on the bus um, going to wherever and he's getting harassed by, I'm assuming it's the school kids. It's hard to say, I'm not too sure. But I'm going to play the video right about now. Um, so... If you're listening to the podcast, hop over onto YouTube, youtube.com slash imdjreminis, or go to facebook.com slash desibeatsfm. You'll see the videos up there. Um, I'm going to check out, uh, I'm going to play the video right now, and then I will um, talk to you right after that. So here's the video. I can if you're being racist to me, motherfucker. I Welcome back after that video. Um, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Uh, I know I know a lot of you that probably watched that are probably pissed off. Rightfully so. Probably angry. Rightfully so. You probably want to slap the shit out of those kids. Rightfully so. Um, you know what? When I saw the video too, I was mad. I'm not going to lie. I was angry. Sorry, guys. Got a sip of my jaw here. I was absolutely livid when I saw this. But then, you know, I thought about it for a minute or two or three or four. You can't, you you know, guys, you can't solely blame the kids. In fact, I don't blame the kids at all. And I'll tell you why. And I'm going to look you guys in the camera and tell you why. You need to understand something, guys, that kids... Our kids do not do what they're told, they do what they see. I repeat, kids do not do what they're told, they do what they see. I can give you tons of examples. Tons of examples of my kids where I'll tell them to do something, they don't do it, but you know, they'll do something that they saw I do. It's just the way human nature is. Now, where did they learn this stuff? That is the next question right who i blame i'll be honest with you i blame their parents i blame their parents because again kids do what they see right they're kids they don't know half of them i you know what i guarantee you some of these kids on the bus don't even know what a terrorist means 
And what do all kids do when they're you know playing or in the park? One kid will start something, and a bunch of other kids will jump in. Again, I'm not saying what they wrong, what they what they did to this poor kid is not right. I think it's wrong, very wrong. But then where was the? There's no teacher on the bus. Like I don't understand how the bus driver couldn't step in and say something. Like, you know, it's hard to tell. The video wasn't long enough. Who knows what the outcome was, right? But from what you saw in the clip, I totally agree with most of you that you know what probably pissed you off but i again i blame the parents but here's the other funny part well it's not really funny but the other part is how much can you blame the parents you know like where are they getting their information from so ultimately it's what you watch on tv and the surroundings around you all the negative bullshit you know what i mean like their parents are getting fed with garbage on tv and then they're feeding that to the children. It's a vicious cycle. I think the major problem is what you guys watch on TV. Um, you know, for example, these parents uh, of these kids that are yelling, you know, terrorist, terrorist, terrorist. Like, what are they watching and spoon feeding their kids? I've seen so many different, you know, news programs. You know, mainly American news programs. No disrespect to anyone that's American tuned in or watching the show. But, you know, I'll be watching like something like Fox News. And then, you know, the, the journalist on the on the program will be like, you know, Islam, um, you know, they, they want to terrorize people. All of Islamists are terrorists and blah, 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 and those sort of lines, right? And it's just, it's unfucking believable the stuff that these people can say, first of all, and get away with it. When it's not even true. You know, like, where, like, where is this coming from? Like, I remember when, you know, I live in Canada, there was, you know, an incident in, in Ottawa, our capital city, where... A couple of guys went in with some guns and started, you know, terrorizing the um, the parliament buildings there. And, you know, in, yeah, it was a terrorist, you know, act, you could say. But, you know, you see the headline papers of the American newspapers and news lines, Canada under attack, Canada under attack by terrorists, by, you know, it was just crazy the stuff these guys are coming up with. You know, you, let's, 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 take, let's take the average person you know, day, and maybe I can put this in perspective for you, you know, like, most people, you know, these are numbers, these are stats, most people don't like where they work, they go to, you know, they've got, they hate their job, they have to go to their job to, you know, to feed the kids and provide a home, right, negative job, negative people at the job, you know, in the morning, they probably watch negative TV, they go to this job, get beat up all day, hate the job, come home in like two hours of traffic, whatever it may be, stressed out, eat, you know, play with their kids if they got kids or do whatever they got to do, and then put on the TV and watch more negative bullshit, right? Wake up and then watch that cycle again. You guys are getting, you know, like, you people are being brainwashed over and over every single day, right, with this stuff. You just gotta, you know, you just gotta cut that stuff, you know, you gotta cut the negative stuff out and just be, you know, be consciously aware and, you know, think about it logically. You know, how can, you know, you know like, how can this kid be a terrorist, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh my God, whatever. It is what it is. That, that, that's just Andre Bukwas. So that, yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I, I only have about 15, 20 minutes left in the show. So I just want to get some of the uh, social media stuff out of the way. You know, please hit me up on YouTube. Please subscribe to the channel. 
uh, it'll really help me a lot if I can get up to like a thousand subscribers unlock some you know cool features for me that can bring you some better content and you know make the channel better youtube.com slash I am DJ reminisce that is the link hit me up on Facebook please like the page triple w facebook.com slash Daisy beats FM triple uh, w DJ reminisce.com is the email I'm oh, sorry, it's my website. And you all you know what? You can always email me, man. I love you guys' comments, questions, concerns, whatever it may be. I am DJ Reminis at gmail.com. Let's get back to the music. This is Daisy Beats. Hot the vodka. 
That's right, Desi Beats, another show done and dusted. I hope you all enjoyed this week's show. I'm going to see you all next week, www.djreminis.com. I am djreminis at gmail.com. Make sure you all connect with me. Until next week, have a great weekend. See you all, and peace out. You are now in the mix with your number one DJ, DJ Reminis. Come on,